We're off to the lucky country, Australia, to Melbourne, where we find Michael Harvey, Rabobank Senior Dairy Analyst. And Michael, here's a couple of interesting stats for you, and you can confirm or deny this. Melbourne has now overtaken Sydney as Australia's largest city. Am I correct in saying that? I think you are correct. It's certainly we, we were on that trajectory, and we might have already achieved that that milestone. But you can certainly tell on the roads, Jamie. Yeah, I bet. Everywhere. And the other interesting stat out there is India has now overtaken China as the world's most populous nation. Absolutely. Yeah, that's quite a significant shift to the the global structure, isn't it? So it's um yeah, it's something we we're interested in keeping an eye on. Well, you guys have got a free trade agreement with India. We haven't. <laughs> We do, we do. And, you know, I mean, we actually we saw this week as well, Jamie, like the the confirmation of the trade agreement with the UK, and there's actually some quite good benefits in there for dairy volumes into those markets. But I think the challenge for Australia is we don't have a lot of milk to export these days. So we, um, while we've got good good access into those markets and good opportunity, we, we we're limited by supply, and that's one of the challenges around. Australia's role in global markets. For well, you just, you just stay out of the global markets. Leave it to us, Michael Harvey. Your budget was released yesterday or last night. A budget surplus of $4.2 billion. You are truly the lucky country. Yeah, there's some, there's some good news in everything that's happening with the Australian economy. I mean, there's no doubt. I mean, the China reopening and the recovery of the Chinese economy is a good thing for for the global economy but it's certainly good for us because we are a major trader of commodities into that market and we're seeing some of that benefit flow through and so yeah look we're you know we're talking about some global risks around the the state of the the economy but we're we should avoid a a recession here and our labor market's quite tight and so there's some there's some positives there but it's still a challenging economy for a lot of Australian households just the cost of living pressures are still there in the background and that was a key feature of the budget last night. Yeah, he's spending, what, $15 billion on a cost-of-living package. Interesting, uh, your inflation's at 7%, roughly what ours is at the moment. You're predicting it to drop to 3.25%. I hope we can follow that one. And your unemployment is going to creep up, albeit from low levels. And it just goes to show you, I guess, Michael, before we get on to dairy, that if you dig up enough coal and iron ore to hell with climate change, you can run a good surplus. Yeah, we're very much a commodity player in the in the global economy, not so much for dairy, but certainly for some of those hard commodities. And we're seeing the benefit flow through in our economy because of that, because of that China reopening. Are you the lucky country when it comes to dairy, though? And I know a lot of it's consumed domestically and, you, as you say, not export exporting anywhere near as much of your production as we are. But I note that your dairy farmers are getting paid better than ours. Yeah, we've just put out a report looking at what what's in store for next season, and that doesn't we don't get underway with the official season until July one. But we always look to take a view on what's going on next season at this time of the year, and a key component is the, the price outlook. But we we sort of look at every other drivers of profitability, and we certainly think that the industry is in pretty good nick to to have a good season next year, and and a, a big part of that will be a fairly stable elevated milk price outlook, but there's also going to be some cost relief coming through on the, the, the key cost pressures that we've seen in the last 12 months. So we, you know, we, we certainly think it's a, we've got a good footing for a, a good season ahead. Um, and a, a key component of that is the fact that we, we're going to see a milk price, which will come off a little bit because of the global pressures that we're seeing around the world. And your, your farmers will be seeing that with their milk price, but also the fact that there's going to be plenty of feed, plenty of water, and those, you know, the cost of fertiliser and purchase feed is certainly going to drift lower.
Your milk price forecast for the coming seasons between $8.50 and $9, and that's Aussie dollars, okay? Uh, we're, we're sitting at, I think our futures market might be at eight forty or something at the moment, but yours has dropped 10% from this current season. Well, this current season, our dairy farmers are only going to get paid around about $8.30. Yeah, that's right. And there's certainly some, you know, local nuance around how milk prices operate here in the Australian market. And absolutely, we're going to see, you know, we are talking about a 10% correction on on current season pricing. Um, That's just our forecast for you. We'll actually get formal price guidance from the companies here in Australia in the next month or so. But that, that's our house view, and, and a lot of that is, you know, related to the, the global pressures that we've seen building in commodity markets. But it is being offset and buffered by some local influence. And one is, I mean, obviously, we've got a, a big domestic market. You know, something like 30% of our milk here in Australia goes into just a white milk for consumption domestically. And, we, you know, a lot then goes into cheese and other fresh dairy products locally. And what we've seen in the last 12 months is, you know, retail prices have lifted significantly in the domestic market to reflect the higher farm gate prices that we've seen in the, in the market in the current season. We think that those prices are going to be a bit more sticky this time around, and that's going to provide a bit of a buffering to, 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 to the global pressures. So we're not completely immune to those global market forces, uh, but it's certainly with the domestic market that's performing better, it will provide a bit of a buffering effect. And if you want to find out more, you can read the Australian Dairy Seasonal Outlook. Its author, Michael Harvey, is with us. Michael, thanks for your time today on The Country from the Lucky Country. Thanks, Jamie. Thanks for having me.